So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. What's going on, everybody? Dr. Chris here. Bill Lobster here. Yeah. This is unscripted. We are going to have some fun just like we do each and every day. Before we get to the audience ready to rock and roll to give us some topics to talk about, let me check in, man. Bill, how are you, man? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Everything, everything's good. Great to be here with you. And again, I always thank you every week for drafting me onto Sportskeeda's Unscripted. And yes, that's what man. we're all about. We never know what we're going to talk about. That's right, man. That's right. That's right. And so one of my favorite shows of the week. Uh, have a lot of fun every week, man. And yeah, yeah, unscripted, man. We don't know what we're talking about. Since we're unscripted, I might as well go right into this. Did you you have a chance to watch NXT tonight? No, man, I don't ever watch NXT. I just just can't get into it. But uh, I do... I'm on Facebook a lot, as you know, and um, so I, I keep up with NXT based on scrolling on Facebook. And okay, so well, I scrolling and scrolling, but I I I watch X, NXT whenever I can, and I was a little upset tonight. Okay, and I'm wondering if the people out there, all our unscripted maniacs, brother, brother. might might feel the same way. They, I've been, I've had fight fever for Seth Rollins against uh, Braun Breaker. What was the finish? Oh, I, it was the beginning part. That's that's the, He retained the title, but the thing is, by 11.45, and the show ends at 11, at 11 o'clock, by 10.45 Eastern Time, mm-hmm. the match hadn't started yet. Oh, so I'm really? going, this is something that they've been talking about for for a long time and I like I said I had real fight fever for this and Seth Rollins and his music and the fans whoa I've, I've, by the time the match started there was like eight minutes left or nine minutes left mm-hmm. and you know Seth got hurt again with with this whole rib injury from uh, the other night he did wind up winning but it was not the showcase that I wanted for Braun Breaker it, you think they should have saved it for an, for a bigger stage? Absolutely. I think they should have. I, I just don't think it showcased him the way I really wanted him. I mean, he looked so much like his dad, and he acts so much like his dad, but he's much bigger. And to me, he's someone who's like in the, in the current league of like a Damian Priest, you know, growing toward that really big prime spot. Yeah. But I... It just didn't hit me tonight. The rest of the show I thought was good, but they went over on so many matches that there was no time for the championship match. What do you think of him as a heel? Do you think he's uh, good as a heel, or do you think he's a bit miscast? 
Oh no, definitely bad guy. Definitely bad guy. Okay. He, to, I, he could probably go either, uh, as we used to say in the magazines, rule breaker or fan favorite. Mm -hmm. But I would see him as a as a heel. I I think he'd be uh, terrific. He's got an attitude. He's got the that Steiner attitude, but it's, mm -hmm. it's built into him. It really is. But but Rick was just. Uh... Rick was better as a babyface, man. I remember Rick, you know, in the varsity club when he was a heel. But uh, to me, he had that dog face gremlin, just a lovable, huggable, just, you know, ferocious, yeah. salivating maniac. You know what yeah. I mean? That, <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was more of a Rick Steiner. Uh, Scott was better as a heel for sure because he had that cocky, brash arrogance to him. You know, which is his real personality, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I've, I've I've heard. I've I've been around Scott before. I've known people, you know, uh, who hang around Scott. And he that's that's a shoe. That's legit. Yeah. Who he is, uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting because he Bron is just really a combination of both of them in a way. You know, yeah. I mean, it's really yeah. interesting. So I guess that's the way. That's how he can go either way. Because when he was a babyface, for the most part, it was pretty solid. And you know the, the time that I did follow NXT, I I haven't really like the the uh, the rainbow splatter uh, brand uh, of NXT. I haven't really got into uh, yellow and, and, and go, black and black and gold NXT was was money to me. But I don't know, just not really haven't got into this one too much. I, I hooked into it those tonight. I, I think I really when Chomp was champion, it. it, it it's uh i think that's probably when i started drifting away from it so, well, he, made, he made his uh, return to uh raw yeah tonight as well exactly. and he got over really good he, you know that whole maniac thing of his uh, mm -hmm. uh really came out but you know uh, baron corbin is uh, in nxt and i think he's just kind of you know they're tr still trying to find a, a a place to him for him but i think periodically having major raw or uh, smackdown talent going into nxt can do nothing but help them i really do mm -hmm. i guess here's here's my pushback on i mean i guess here's my concern with that it's not necessarily a pushback on what you're saying because i agree with what I, I agree with what you're saying thank you my, my my thing with with that is it just appears and again you know more about nxt than i do right now from what i see that you know it, it just appears as if they're kind of separating the developmental from the main roster when they do that because they come in for, for a little bit and then go back up, and then that doesn't really elevate the brand too much. That would mm -hmm. cause a few more eyes to go on the brand. But as soon as they leave, it doesn't really keep the eyes on the brand. As opposed to the black and gold uh, NXT they were legit like building stars and the people who came back down in NXT like a, uh, a Zack Ryder, you know, like a Cesaro, like a Tyson kid, you know, mm -hmm. th th those names, they actually stayed for a while and actually it helped them become, you know, uh, more established. And it really like the hype bros when him and Mojo, you know, Matt, uh, uh, Matt, uh, uh, Zach Ryder, Matt, Matt Cardona, yeah. Right. yeah, Zach Ryder, he wasn't really doing much at the time, but the hype bros actually helped him, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he was actually doing Tyson Kidd wasn't doing much and being a really, you know, relevant 
you know, name in NXT. But when like when an Apollo Crews came back at NXT from the you know from the clips that I would see, he he really didn't do much. I think he went against Braun for the title one time. Yes, yes. And that's really about it. I mean, he was still not real. I mean, he was losing to Grayson Waller and still wasn't really he didn't really reestablish himself like no. the old NXT names used to. And then when they brought Shinsuke and Finn and Samoa Joe and Drew McIntyre and Bobby Roode, like they were bringing people in the brand and that f- from outside of WWE, that was pushing up the brand to me. Uh, absolutely. It was like the old territories. Where is that absolutely. guy show up next? Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a that's a good way. That's a great way to explain it. It was like a territory type of thing. Yeah. 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 I talked to uh, Sergeant Slaughter yesterday. Oh, you maggot. Yeah. maggot. <laughs> and we, we've got a video coming out, a part of it, uh, probably later this week or next week, where we talked a lot about the Iron Sheik and, uh, and on the Lacey Evans uh, situation with the Cobra Clutch and yeah. what his real feelings are. So look out for that. Mm, very nice. Nice. All right, uh, of course, uh, for those who do Super Chat, you get uh, first precedent and the comment on the screen. Until then, we'll just peek over and see what we got. All right, uh, what what was your thoughts on Collision? Um, and, and, and the other part says, can we talk about how amazing it was? Uh, if you... If we think it's amazing, we'll talk about it. What do you what do you think, Bill? What do you think? Oh, I watched the show. First of all, a lot of that show, the crowd was insane. Mm-hmm. Those great fans in Chicago, yeah. and uh, um, CM Punk, you know, of course, was the attraction on that show. Yeah, and uh, I'm hoping that for their sake, this will sustain. Uh, I think what they should do, and maybe they will is uh, bring CM Punk to Wembley Stadium as well, because I think that'll put him also over the top. After a while, as you know, people get used to things, Mm. and I think he will level off at a certain point. So, no, I like the show. I thought the show was uh, uh, very fast-moving, and it worked. Can they keep it going? That's the whole thing. What about you? I think the promo was was good. I mean, expected. I mean, you know, CM Punk is always solid on the mic. You know, I mean, he's uh, it was a really good uh, return promo for him. Um, I was thinking, uh, you know, and, you know, it's it's a Tony Khan thing. I, I figured that uh, Tony Khan would want him to be the resident, you know, good guy, at least for starters, to get that good guy, that, that baby face pop for him. And he he had a bit of an edge, you know. He he did kind of shoot a little bit, and I think that that's you know what CM Punk would do. That's the, definitely you know CM Punk style promo was solid. Uh, Luchasaurus winning the title, I, I, surprise, but um, I'm okay with that actually. Um, My God, if if listen, if WWE had Wardlow. He'd be in major contention at this point. He you think so? He's, yeah, he's like he's kind of like the, uh, the a second coming of. I package him if it were me. I package him as a uh, the second coming of Batista. I think he's really good, but um, I don't know a guy like that. And uh, you know, I I love AEW. This is not a knock, but I don't think they found the right niche for him you know he's a guy that shouldn't be knocked down so much i think he needs uh 
I think Arn Anderson with him is terrific because Wardlow is a great, he's a nice guy, but you know, on his interviews, you don't, what his body and his attitude look like in the ring, the voice doesn't match it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's a, I think that's fair, fair to say. Now, here's the thing with, with AEW to me when it comes to, to stars. Now they, you know, they, they've done a decent job building some like a Darby Island and the jungle boy, um, Sam Guevara in a, in a sense, but the thing is, there's just, it, it's just hemorrhaged talent. You know I mean? Like it's just so many people that it's hard to really showcase everybody within four hours of television, you know, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So you have over a hundred talent in four hours to do it and not even four hours counting commercials. And so it's, gets really tough. So you're trying, I imagine that, you know, Wardlow and, and people like Powerhouse Hobbs, another one, they want to showcase them, but Rampage's numbers are so low that they kind of put people into, you know, they kind of shift them over to Rampage. The I remember. B-show. Yeah. And it's like, there's so, I mean, like, quarter <laughs> million people watch Rampage. So, like, that's not a lot at all. You know what I mean? And so, it's hard to showcase people when a quarter million people are watching it. So, yeah. you know, you have people like Keith Lee, you know, you, for, for weeks, you didn't see Keith Lee on dynamite no, at all. See swerve on dynamite. You didn't even see Jeff Hardy on dynamite. You made some big Jeff Hardy return and he was shoved over to rampage for several weeks. So it's hard to really showcase the, the talent they want to. And I think that's what they did with Wardlow. The, it was lightning in a bottle. I talk about this all the time. Uh, it's all, I agree. All I agree with that. You got to capitalize on those lightning in a bottle moments. It was lightning in a bottle when Warlow and MJF were feuding against each other. It was. It just seems like Warlow could have been Goldberg. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And they, and I think they dropped the ball immensely on that when they didn't really uh, take that to the point of Warlow winning the championship. I think they should have carried that out to that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it, I mean, bring, coming to the WWE as but uh, a Batista style character, I think that it has a lot of potential to do that. Uh, my only pushback to that would be um, would a Batista style character work in today's WWE? What yeah, do you think? I think, it, I think it definitely would. I think because he's a super heavyweight. Gotcha. And if you really look at the people that they're moving right now, Damian Priest is a perfect example Mm -hmm. of somebody headed to the top. He's got a very good build and, and, you know, like Damian Priest against Wardlow, something like that. Sure. Uh, But, you know, the fans already caught on to Wardlow as a Goldberg character, as I mentioned, because, you know, Wardlow, mm-hmm. Goldberg, yeah. Wardlow. I'm very anxious. Oh, but it's, uh, think about Hold that thought for a second. I'm very anxious. Don't forget that. But what's weird about that, I always find this very, very weird. That because I, I like Goldberg still. People call him old yeah, bird, things like that. You know, that's just it's just a part of Mark's wanting to, you know, put themselves over. But it's funny because people chanting Oldberg and they don't like Goldberg. But then you have like a, 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 a 2013 version, 2000, I mean, 2023, the 2020s version of Goldberg. 
and people are chanting Wardlow like Goldberg, and they have yeah. very similar styles. You yeah, know, absolutely. So, I, th- I think that that's weird. So, yeah, you, you were you were saying, but I, it's uh, interesting to see that um, to to see what's going to happen. Oh, let's go back to CM Punk's uh, ring appearance. Yeah. If it were me, I would have put him in a single match. There he was paired with FDR, but they, they wanted to see, you know, the hot tag. They wanted to see yep. CM Punk. What would you have done? I think that's a really good uh, uh, thing. Uh, so I, his biggest beef that, you know, based on stories and things like that, his biggest beef was Kenny Omega. So, yeah. you know, how do you cash in on that? You know, as far as Kenny Omega is concerned, do you, because both of them are baby faces right now, you got to make a really good story out of it. I don't see Kenny turning heel. If Kenny turned heel, I, I, I'm not sure if that uh, people really care that much. I think CM Punk as a heel would really spark some interest and really generate some, some interest and, and hate, you know, for, for CM Punk. Because that big pendulum swing, if you're, if you're real, the, the higher you are and higher you're praised, the higher you're going to be hated when you make that turn. Absolutely. You know? And so Absolutely. I think, I think with punk, you, you need to turn them. So what you need to do is you need to gain reps as much as you can to, to go against people who are hated. And some mm-hmm. of your biggest heels right now is MJF. You want to protect them, but then you have someone like a Christian who's also heavily hated in the, in, in AEW and a Christian versus CM Punk, you know, uh, match for the debut of collision to me, that would have been fine because yeah, that, that would have been, that would have been a good match, a very solid match. And I that agree. would have got CM Punk some good steam from a really big hated heel, uh, to eventually make his turn. Absolutely. I, I also, I loved this week, it totally shocked me. I love being a fan mm-hmm. watching this. The bloodline story oh, where the Usos totally turned against Roman Reigns. Yeah. And I mean, the shocking look on Paul Heyman's face yeah. had the whole story. And I, I just, I mentioned on um, um, the time machine when we were taping this evening with Teddy Long and Mac Davis, mm-hmm. that I think the biggest shock that could happen at this point because they're going to keep this thing going. It's going to be Solo and Roman against the Usos. What if Paul E? Thanks for checking out the Sports Kid Wrestling Podcast. If you want even more from us, get Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw every single Monday night, Dutch Mantel covering AEW Rampage and SmackDown, and the biggest breaking news with you, the fans, talking about it five days a week with Top Story, all on this podcast feed. What if Paulie went with the Usos? Would you be shocked? You know, it was so funny because I was just, uh, someone was just asking me that question. A really good friend of mine was just asking me that question earlier. It was me. It, 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 it was you. Ben it was me. Long. <laughs> uh, it was interesting because I was like, how can we extend the life? I know that. There's all have we addressed every single facet of the bloodline to eventually, uh, you know, cease the angle? I don't think we have. Because no. We haven't we, we, we haven't seen the angle 
of Roman Reigns being the babyface. Yeah. So that would be a really interesting angle. I don't think you do it now. I think you extend this for a while, for a few months, until at least until like a Survivor Series or something like that. But what would happen, Bill, if Solo and the Usos end up going with Heyman? They demolish Roman Reigns and this whole time Paul Heyman was the one who was trying to get usurp that power. He he engineered this whole he thing. Was being, he was being he was being close to Reigns to usurp that power from the Samoan dynasty because you know he was the one who managed the Samoan SWAT team. You know, what I mean he yeah. has that lineage. And he just and he turns his back on people like Barack Lesnar. That's right, and yeah, that, it would be yeah. and, and and you know that would be really interesting <laughs> if he was the one who tried who wanted that tribal chief power, and he uses the Usos and Solo yes. for him, and it. then and then they they beat down Roman, they beat down Roman, that caused him to take some time off, and then the turn of the year. He comes in, tries to, you know, uh, beat up the Usos and Solo. He couldn't do it, and so he needs some help. So the two people who help him are Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Well, it could be that or uh, Booker T uh, for his reality of wrestling uh, has got Umaga's son making his debut in a few weeks. So there are more Samoans out there yet. Yeah, yeah, there, there is. I think they should... I think the, the the more Samoans should be with Heyman. I think, the, I think the, yeah. the Samoan factory. Yeah, yes. I think so. I think it would be a really interesting turn of events if it's a six man the main events one of the uh, WrestleMania forty nights that yeah. it's Roman Owens and Zayn against Solo and the Usos. I think oh, that would yeah. be really really interesting. Well, this this coming uh, Money in the Bank though. I think it would be a shock if one of the Usos pinned Roman Reigns for the finish. I can see. See, here's the thing. I can see Jay pinning Roman. Okay. And that leading to potentially Jay uh, against Roman at at SummerSlam. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Not that he's really, really over. Really? Yeah, I, I don't see him winning it, but I can definitely see Jay versus Roman at SummerSlam. That would be interesting. Yeah, because yeah. I wouldn't mind doing. Because what you can do is you can make that into two matches. You can do Jay and Roman. And you can do Jimmy versus Solo. Both absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Let me pick over here and see what else we got. Uh, again, if you super chat, you guarantee to have your question asked. Otherwise, we're just gonna. Peek over and see what we got, man. Um, let's see. Do you think Finn Balor stands any chance at defeating Seth Rollins at Money in the Bank, Bill? Uh, no. I, I I think Finn Balor is great. He's an excellent pro wrestler. And the attack he, uh, he did on uh, Seth Rollins I thought was pretty damn good. But I don't see him in that world champion position i really don't i think it's not that he doesn't have the talent and everything for it he just doesn't look that big part of what the world champion should look like but again that's that's my opinion sure sure i mean what about you what about you i agree i I don't think he has 
the look. Now he could have possibly, if they booked them correctly, he could have looked or or been been portrayed to be bigger than he is. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that they've done a good job really protecting his character enough to make him look like a main eventer because he wins some matches, he loses some matches. They really haven't done that, and or- I think. He's just fodder right now for Seth, you know, to go down the line to eventually go against someone. We don't even know who that someone is, really. Or he wins the belt, and then uh, the next big pay-per-view, Cody beats him, and that's where they get the belt on Cody. That could that could work. Um, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, I see. I think what they could do, and I, and I, and I mentioned this before, I think what they could do is, and what they should do, I, I, they may not because LA Knight is such a hot name right now. But I, I like LA Knight. He's amazing on the mic. Oh, man. I, I don't see him as a world champ right now. The, the fans are craving. They are. They are. Not yeah. as a world champion, but they're just yeah, craving. Yeah. I mean, if, if he wins the money in the bank match, and, you know, that that's the transition to make him a super star there i think the people go bananas they love them see but 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 you know how the people are man that they, they love you they love you for they love you on tuesday but hate you on thursday man you know what i mean it's just one of those things when it comes to many wrestling fans nowadays but here's the thing what i think they can cash in on, on a couple on a couple ways i don't think they should do this but i think that they will i don't like the fact that they're allowing the money in the bank winner to go, you know, go for mid card championships. That just makes no sense to me. What I think that they'll do is they'll have LA Knight win. It's two things. One of two options when it comes to money in the bank. One, they have LA Knight win, and I think that he'll probably cash it in on either Austin Theory or Gunther. And no, tell that's him. exactly I thought against Gunther because yeah. that puts him over in that good guy. Field Correct. So they'll, they'll turn them. They're turning merchandise Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So they're turning him as a baby face, and it also protects Gunther because it's kind of a banana pill finish. Yeah, so Gunther is fighting someone like a Kevin Owens on a Raw or something like that. It's a hard hitting match. Gunther barely wins, and all of a sudden, LA Knight comes out because that protects Gunther because he's just had a hard hitting match against Kevin Owens. Yep. Then LA Knight comes in and casts it in, so he'll win the Intercontinental Championship that way, or he can beat Austin Theory. Either either way. I think he's going to win it in order to make a babyface turn for the mid-card title. That's great. Option. The second option is have Damian Priest win, which I that would be my pick. I would be in favor of him winning. And then that can continue the animosity between him and Finn Balor. Oh, absolutely. And that can be a way to turn Damian Priest as a babyface because Balor wasn't able to beat Rollins. But Priest was able to win the money in the bank. That causes animosity between Valor and Priest. And then you can have Priest and Valor at SummerSlam. Absolutely. Sure. I love it. Great ideas. Awesome, man. Uh, Let's see here. Let's do. um, Scanning all your comments. Yeah. 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 Let's do. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ponytail. So, do you think that uh, Warlow's ponytail had a lot to him? A lot, his appearance and the change in his appearance had a lot to for him to do as far as like lowering his stock. 
lowering his stock. No, I, I you don't think so. I do think so. I think the ponytail and Wardlow had a lot to. I think that little nuance had a lot to do with his character. Now he's just some, you know, clean shaven, you know, what I mean, kind of buzz cut. Oh no! Okay, yeah. I misunderstood the question. I think he needed the whole ponytail. I agree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah made him look more, more uh, like a, a he-man. Yes, yes. 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 Character. Character. Yeah. Now he just looks like. Now he looks like a, a personal trainer at your local Planet Fitness or something. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. Like that's the, that's what he looks yeah. like. You know, great look. I mean, he has a great physique, but I just think that that little nuance really, really helped him. No, I definitely agree. He doesn't look like the mon. He he look, he's too much of a clean cut monster. Yes, a is. monster that you may not be totally afraid of. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. You want him to look like King Kong. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's do one more question before we uh, before we head out. Uh, oh, head out already! My goodness, yeah, it's it's just oh. you know, half hour already, man. Uh, let's see here. Let's do someone who have an ex, uh, whoever, whoever. Oh, this is a good question. Um, this is for you, Bill. How did you get the statistics, height and weight, et cetera, for the PWI Almanac? Oh, well, back when I was there, I was only there for the first few times. And we, we called the offices. We called the wrestling offices oh, nice. that, or or the wrestlers. And, of course, sometimes wrestling weight and true weight or height are, <laughs> you know. But Haystacks Calhoun was 601. For okay. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that's a great question. But usually I was in touch with the wrestling offices almost every week. And... Uh, periodically when we couldn't i didn't do a lot of work on the almanac but we there are a whole bunch of editors and people were assigned to different uh projects but if we needed to get an office called uh it generally was me because uh um they knew me nice nice yeah. all right my man well uh where minute, you... what is your height and weight see i don't need any... what if we do the unscripted the unscripted almanac what nice Nice. I, I can dig it. We can we can do it all. That's script. Where are you? Where are you? What's the height and weight? Me, I'm 6'1, 260. All right. All right. That's all right. Me. We got the first one yes, for the unscripted me. almanac. A jacked up uh 260, <laughs> man. Yes, uh are you are you you've you've seen my well my by the way, that'd be a great workout pick. That'd be a great uh, uh name for a wrestler, Jack Jacked Up. Jack Dup. Jack Dup. Yeah, somebody's going to do that. Wardlow, WWE. I'm jacked up. I am jacked up. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's book it, Dano. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Um, Yeah, we have a picture together. We have a picture together. Let me see. We do. I love that photo. We took that in uh, uh, Chillicothe. We did. What, what, What month was that? August, and I will be there uh, this coming August. I will be back there once again. I can't wait to see my Chilicati fans and friends. That was was like uh, March or April, right? Maybe February? I thought it was August. No, it wasn't that long ago. I have no sense of time. they uh, They had two this year, and one in 
one of March, maybe? September. I think March. No, there was one. In, I was at the one in September, I believe it was. No, well, you might have been, but uh, the one September I was. September 30th, yeah. Oh, I wasn't there. The one that we uh, were together was in uh, was in March, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Well, we were there, and there is a photo that exists. Yes, we were there, and it was a photo that exists. I was trying. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I found it. March we're 11th. We're both pointing. We're both Mar pointing. March 11th. I insist on pointing in my photos. That's it. That's us. Yep, that's, that's us. us. Yeah. Right that's Very cool-looking picture. Yes, indeed. Yes, Very indeed. cool. Very cool. All right, my man. Well, Bill, it's always a pleasure, man. Let them my know. pleasure, too. Yes, indeed. I'll let them know where to uh, find you, my man. I'm an actor. There's no N in it. Like Dusty Rhodes used to call me Willie Hapner. It's after one wrestling yes, on, uh, on Twitter. And I'm also on, uh, on Facebook. And uh, don't forget, my book uh, is Wrestling Fixed, Chris. I never knew it was broken. Yeah, see, I didn't know it was broken. So I got, had a bunch of these hats made up. Yeah. I forgot to wear it on our show once. In a got while. my book right over there, man. Well, right thank there. you, thank Indeed. you. All right, man. This guy right here is Bill After. This guy uh -huh. over here, over here, is Doctor Chris, and we'll see you at the matches. Yeah. So long. That's a wrap.